accidents are unavoidable fact of life. Or are they? In this podcast, we discuss current events through one personal injury lawyer perspective. In each episode, we'll focus on one event and attempt to answer the oftentimes not-so-simple question, who's to blame? I'm your host, Jonathan Ratchik. This podcast is sponsored by the law firm of Kramer and Levy and Ratchik PLLC and is for entertainment purposes only. It is not intended as legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. If you think you might have a lawsuit, you should contact an attorney. On September 1st, 2021, the remnants of Hurricane Ida, which had just pummeled Louisiana as a Category 4 hurricane several days earlier, swept through New York City. In a matter of hours, more than half a foot of rain inundated the five boroughs. In Central Park alone, more than seven inches of rain fell, with over three inches of rain falling between the hours of 9 and 10 p.m. Easily overwhelming the city's sewer system, Ida turned streets and subways into raging rivers and flooded homes throughout the region. When all was said and done, more than 40 people had lost their lives in New York and New Jersey, including 11 victims in Queens. Of the victims who lost their lives in Queens, most were tenants living in illegal basement apartments, including a young couple and their two-year-old son, who got trapped in their flooded basement apartment and could not escape the rising waters. In this episode of The Blame Game, we tried to answer the question of who, if anyone, is to blame for the tragic loss of life caused by Hurricane Ida. Who is legally responsible for the death of tenants who got trapped in their flooded basement apartments and could not get out in time? And the answer is relatively straightforward. The owner of the building. In New York City, building owners have a legal duty to maintain their buildings in a reasonably safe condition, including the basement, and are responsible for any harm or injury caused by their failure to do so. As I indicated earlier, most of the victims in New York City who perished in Ida's floodwaters were living in illegal basement apartments. These are apartments that are partially below street level and, for one or more reasons, do not comply with the New York City building code, whether because the ceiling height is too low, the windows are too small, or there are simply not enough safety exits, or perhaps no exits at all. Although we tend to think of exits as necessary safety measures in the event of a fire, we don't tend to think of them as safety measures in the event of a flood. And this is likely why the tenants in these illegal apartments died. Because when the water was rushing into their apartments through the windows and the one exit door, there was no way out. In their defense, owners could argue that the rainfall from Hurricane Ida was an act of God, a once-in-a-lifetime event which could not have been anticipated, no less guarded against that it's simply unforeseeable that a tenant living in a basement apartment in the middle of New York City might drown after a flash flood. And there's some merit to this argument. At common law, a person is only responsible for the results of his or her conduct if the results of injury is reasonably foreseeable. Before Hurricane Ida, I think anyone would be hard-pressed to identify an instance when someone who wasn't living in a coastal flood zone drowned in their own home. It's unheard of. In this instance, however, there's already a statute on the books which imposes a duty of care on building owners, the New York City Building Code. Under this code, building owners have a legal duty to maintain their properties in a reasonably safe condition, whether it's a multiple dwelling, a single-family home, or a basement apartment. Although dying in a flooded basement because there weren't enough exits was arguably, until now, unforeseeable, dying in a fire for the same reason was not. To the extent tenants lost their lives because the basement apartments in which they got trapped did not have an appropriate number of safety exits in violation of the New York City Building Code, blame is properly placed at the feet 
of their landlords. Sadly, this doesn't necessarily mean that surviving family members will receive any justice for the loss of their loved ones. And that's because there's a strong possibility that their wrongful death claims will not be covered by homeowners insurance. Most homeowners insurance policies do not cover damages caused by floods. They do, however, cover claims brought against a homeowner because of bodily injury caused by an occurrence, a term which policies usually define as an accident. Unfortunately, from the research I've done on this, I'm not certain that a flash flood or the loss of life resulting from a flash flood falls within this definition of an accident. Again, a flash flood is admittedly an act of God which cannot be foreseen and is impossible to prevent. It's not the same as a flood caused by a burst pipe or an accident caused entirely by human actions. On the other hand, there's an argument to be made that these deaths were accidents because they were caused, at least in part, by the negligence of homeowners in operating illegal basement apartments. Depending on how courts interpret these causes, we'll decide whether the families of Ida's victims will receive any compensation for their loss and whether owners of these illegal apartments will be held to account for their negligence. Thank you for listening to The Blame Game. This episode was brought to you by Kramer, Dunleavy, and Ratchik, PLLC. Come check us out at kdrpilawyers.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. It's very much appreciated. Thank you, and have a great day.